of you were here this last Sunday. You watched the message last Sunday? If you were not here, where were you? So, thank God you are here now. Let me tell you something about that message. That is the message I taught you when I was sharing with you that you are the light of the world during the men's convention. And the reason why I ask that you should listen to that message and watch it is because on Thursday before that sun, before the end of the month, the last Thursday of the month, I taught you about this. And uh, Pastor Dapo in Nigeria, in Lagos Church, took that tape and played it to his congregation on Sunday. Last Sunday of the month, while we were having celebration here. Amazing thing took place. Little did he know that in his service in Lagos was an arm robber. Okay? This arm robber entered the church just like an ordinary person and listened to the message. But while listening to the message, the Holy Spirit arrested him. So at the end of the message, they called every new person to come up and he went up with his gun with him but now under arrest of the holy spirit so while they were interviewing those who came and they got to him he was shivering and shaking and shaking and they asked him sir how did you come here he said i'm an i'm an arm robber i'm an arm robber oh you know the interviewers backed off but when you hear arm robber in nigeria the first reaction is that uh, you step forward to really examine because this is church and the man started rolling on the floor he was screaming under the power of the holy spirit pastor that came up and and calmed him down sat him down and said how can you be an arm robber he said yes sir i robbed in Ibadan yesterday I drove the car from Ibadan to Lagos and I found myself driving towards the area of your church and I slept in the streets till morning. And he said, when I woke up, something told me to go forward. I did, turn right, and I did. And I got to the front of your church and that thing told me, go to that church. So he said, he went further and parked his car. And he, he walked back and entered the service while I was speaking on you are the light of the world. That's the message you had last week. And he said when I was listening to the preacher, something happened to me. I don't know. So Pastor Dakonao told him about salvation, led him to Christ. And then God... He happened to have information about the person who owns the car. Because, you know, when they steal a car, they check around and stuff like that. So Pastor Dakpo said, okay, do you get, have the information? He said, yes. So Pastor Dakpo phoned the owner of the car. He happened to be a pastor. So Pastor Dakpo said, your car is in front of my church. And the man said, what did you say? He said, the person who robbed you. He's right in my church under the unction of the Holy Spirit that has been arrested. And that pastor can't understand. So the pastor phoned the police. Because the pastor felt it was a hook. The police came and arrested Pastor Dapo. 
and they took him to the police station. When they got the police station, Pastor Dako asked for the DPO, that is the, the uh, officer in charge of the station, district police officer. And then the DPO came and said, he said, you know, they said you are under arrest. And DPO said, ah, man of God, what are you doing here? He said, your boys arrested me. He said, why did they arrest you? Pastor Dako said to the robber, tell the DPO. And this is the robber shaking. And the DPO said, what's wrong with you? Why are you shaking? And the man confessed and told the DPO how he robbed the car. And normally he has people he sells the car to. How he drove to that area and slept. And in the morning, something inside him told him to drive to that street. He has no business in the streets. And when he passed the church, that thing said, go to that church. And he entered the church. And you know what the DPO did? The DPO knelt down in his uh, station there before Pastor Dakwan said, Man of God, if your God in your church arrests Amroba, God is truly there. Please lay hands on me. Before those who came to arrest Pastor Dakwan, he laid hands on the DPO and he prayed for the DPO. And he told the DPO, It is not my message. It is the message of my general overseer from London, Apostle Williams, that the man was listening to. The man, the DPO said, whatever the case may be, God is in your church, and you are a true man of God. Now listen to me. That is the reason why I told them to play the message to you last Sunday. And those of you who are there will recognize the power and unction that is embedded behind the stress of those scriptures. And I'm very sure that you have been blessed, not only blessed, but heavily challenged. Now, today, my, my sharing with you will be very brief. Because when I finish with you, I'm traveling straight to Liverpool for my graduation tomorrow for my LLM. <laughs> yes, it is our celebration. Hallelujah. I really, I will have worn, I will have worn my gown. Because I bought my gown and my hood and my whatever. But I think, because I told them in New Cross, I should do graduation for you first. You are the real one I should graduate to, not to them there. That one is a ceremony. If I go to that place tomorrow, we are going there after this meeting. Uh, it's going to be a four hours travel, and tomorrow we will do it. And I, I promise you, I will print my transcripts and make it available to every member of this church. For clarity and transparency, should anybody contend with you or contest with you that the information you are giving them about your apostle is not true, you give them my transcript. You are free to do so. They can't do anything with it than to know God by it. Hallelujah. Therefore, today, I want to share with you from this song that you have sung. The last time I was with you, I spoke to you during the, uh, before the anniversary about the supremacy of Christ. And during the men's anniversary, we look into, you are the light of the world. And I help you understand how Jesus transferred the mantle to you and I. And then we have been looking over the period of our human mind. And in your, in your Bible studies, which is the bulletin that they give you weekly. Do you have your bulletin here now, today? You will discover that in your bulletin today, since last week's bulletin, 
I've been teaching you on the power of imagination. <clears throat> I've been teaching you about the power of imagination. A little brief about that. And now I'm teaching you about motive. How your motive, what is your motive? We looked at the difference between heart and mind. And we looked at the difference between thoughts and imagination. They are two different things. And then we are looking here at the impediments to human thoughts, which is motive. Now, the knowledge of what I'm teaching you will put you in a place, in the place that God had made you. And today, when I finish with you, just open your eyes into some areas of your supremacy. You, you are you, you're the supremacy of the Son of God over everything that exists. That's what I want to show you. You are higher above the devil. You are higher above demons. If you are born again. If you are born again. These things I teach you, I live it and you know it. Once a man is in Christ Jesus, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, he's what? A new creation, species. All things are passed away. All things have become new. Now, we are going to take it over from the supremacy of Christ and we examine that and I will bring you right down in the next 25 minutes into your supremacy. Are we together now? We ready to go? Okay, let's look at Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. That's where we started it. It says, Jesus, he is the image of the invincible God. Yes, the firstborn over all creation. This is the supremacy of Christ. We are looking at who is Jesus. Then we look at who are you. And then we will, I will show you who the devil or powers or thrones and dominions are. Jesus is the image. When I was teaching you this, I helped you to understand the use of English words or grammar. When a word is qualified by A, it's different from when a word is qualified by the. And when the Bible says the image, it's talking about an absolute qualification. There is no other image but the image. But if we say an image, then there are multiple images. Or could be more than one image. And so the Bible says Jesus is the only image of the invisible God. He is the firstborn of all over all creation. Now, when the Bible used the word firstborn, does it mean that Jesus was created? No, he wasn't created. He's the creator of all things, and I'll take you into that. If you look at this scripture, firstborn above, among all, uh, over all creation. If you look at the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 29, shall we read that together in unison? Romans 8:29. And we know... Hey, stop, stop, stop. I'm just from a badon. Any badon, they read loud. Amen. They don't read just... This is cathedral. Come on now. Let's read the word of God with confidence, shall we? Uh-huh. Yes, I asked for 29, but you have been given 28. It's good too. Alright? But the 29 now says what? Uh-huh. 
Yes. So, this scripture helps us understand. It is because of those God foreknew, God had to send Jesus for the purpose of sons. It says, for those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, so that he might be the firstborn. You see where the firstborn came from? So, the firstborn, Jesus became the firstborn because God sent him to, God came out of God to become man. So that it can set standard for mortal men. So that we who believe in him can have a reference point. Remember when I was teaching you about this, I told you about conformality. You know, that is the principle by which this world is interpreted in coordinates. Conformal projection. Those of you who are into that stuff, you understand what I'm talking about. At a time, you have to get the... the, 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 the it says, the predestined to be conformed to the image of the Son. So, to become like the Son, you must get the transforming agent, correct and accurate, which is the conformality. For those of you who are interested. Some time ago, they believed that the world was flat, so they tried to compute your, your position on earth, you know, you know, referencing to a plane. And they discovered that it wasn't correct after some time because of the poles. So they said the world was cylindrical. And so we use what is called cylindrical uh, conformality to compute the image, the, the coordinates of the earth. But we never got it right because at the same time, we know that the poles are different from the equator. And then somebody discovered, not quite many years ago, a couple of hundred years ago, that really this world is circled because the, the cloud goes like that. All right. And then when they went for an exploration, they discovered that, oh, it is a circle flattened at the poles. And that is why the equator is bulging. Okay. So now, having discovered that it is a circle flattened by the pole, then there is a problem in computing the, ref, you know, the reference, the conformality for locations in the world. Because when you flatten a circle by the pole, you have what is called ellipsoid in mathematics. And ellipsoid calculation is quite complex. So therefore, they now decided to look for a mean value of shape. And they call it conformal projection. So we now compute all this a sat nav. Why we got it right is because we got right the conformality of the shape of the world. It would, all other times of suggestion we could not do sat nav because it was a wrong, you know, reference point. But the moment we got the reference point correct, I could teach you this because I'm a satellite geodesist. I did learn something on mapping sciences before I went to the other crazy stuff. Now, therefore, you, I'm saying this to you because anyone who cannot get who Christ truly is, you can't conform with it. You cannot. You have billions of Christians across the globe today who go to pews of churches to hear stories every Sunday. And nothing to transform their lives. You are not. You need to know. Jesus is God's reference point. Unto who? All those who claim to believe in him must conform. I will together now. This is the scripture. And that's the reason why he took the reference point of being the firstborn among his brothers. Now let's look at our Colossians back. And we fly very quickly today. 
Don't mind if I say some stuff you don't understand. You will soon understand it when I finish now. Don't worry about it. Now, because some people, many people are watching me globally now. And I want to make sure that those who are intellectual have understanding of the simple truth of the word of God. As well as those who are simple. Okay? That is, that is the purpose of education. It says he is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn over all creation. We are looking at who is Jesus. Number two, the next verse. For by Jesus Christ all things were what? Created. I love it. He is the creator of all things. He created all man, all mankind. Jesus created every human being that live. Live before. Live after. By him all things were created. Now you know that word there. It says all things were created. I want us to follow the scripture from intellectual knowledge. Now the word all things is very compound. And that leaves us with definitions that is unending. But if you look at the word of God, God is, 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 God is encompassing in his knowledge. And I want to show you how God broke down the word all things in a little phrase. And up till today, we are still struggling to understand it, even in all our researches. But all things you are created by Jesus Christ. Now, if you look at you have that in that place, what is that sign you have there? Those of you who did English now. Yes, yes, yes. Who did English here? Semi demi quiver, 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 quiver demi quiver. Uh-huh. All of you students, now what is that? Okay. I will have asked lawyers here now. So that word is what? That sign. Why are you looking at me? I just told them in London now because I started speaking in Ibadan when I was preaching in, Le- in um, New Cross. And I told them I'm going to register for English for foreign students. So that... <laughs> now, wherever you see that sign, it tells you that the next word after it is the explanation of the phrase before it. Do we get it now? So it's talking about the contents of all things. What is all things? What next is it? It is. Now let's look at how the Bible describes all things. Number one. Things in what? Come on, say things in heaven. Say it again. Say it again. Did you see the revelations you just read two weeks ago? In our daily studies, we read Revelation, isn't it? Look at the elders in heaven. Look at the four beasts. The one that has the eyes, the head of eagle. The one that has the head of a lion, of man with eyes all over. What about the cherubs? What about the new Jerusalem descending from heaven 2,000 kilometers cube? What about 
all the beauty that you read, Tokwas, emerald, all things in heaven, all those things in heaven, all the others in heaven, he created them. Yeah? Second, and on earth, whether they are called demons or they are called human beings, even if you change the name, the creation did not change. You may call it woman being, it doesn't matter. A human being is still human being. Created all animals, both wild and not wild. God created everything on earth. And now, comma, and the next word says what? I want you, church, to speak it out. Say it again. When I'm teaching you, I take one verse, one line after the other because it is easier for us to go together with it and understand the scripture deeply. A lawyer who doesn't understand law books is an imposter. I would get now. So, a medical doctor who doesn't understand his medical books, I'm sure that he will soon be fired when he brings out cutlass in the operation theater to try to open a human being. So a Christian without the knowledge of the Bible, Satan will, will convince you that you are, you are what God says you are not. And this is the dilemma of the church of God on earth today. You must know the word of God. Oh yeah? Okay, so we look at that. For by him all things we are created, now, what is all things? He began by defin- defining it one. Things in heaven. All things in heaven. So you can put that all behind every definition. Then all things on earth. Yes. All things that are visible. And all things that are invisible. Whether. We must understand. The word weather changes the definition. He's saying that the creation that Jesus made are all things visible and all things invisible. Now he now begins to talk about their dominion. He said, whether they are domain as throne, whether they are domain, either visible throne or invisible throne, whether they are visible power or not, whether they are visible authority or not, anything, whether they are visible power, whether they are invisible power, whether they are visible throne, whether they are invisible throne, whether they are visible principalities or they are invisible principalities, all things were what? Created by who? By him. And for what? For him. All things. Anybody in science will agree with me. If you take this into your study room, no wonder. You can imagine and bring out things that man have not understood. Let me give you an example. All things were created by him. All things visible and invisible. Now I'm speaking with you. Show me my words here. Is what? Is it visible or invisible? Invisible. The word you speak. Invisible. Okay. Now, how am I speaking if I remove this mic from... 
When I put this mark in my mouth, through some invisible agent, you're able to hear me. Come on now, this is how it goes. I speak out what we call acoustic sound. Okay? So, and because I speak it out, if I remove this microphone from my mouth, you can't hear me too much. It can't go too far. Now, when I put this microphone in my mouth, something began to happen. An invisible thing came out of my mouth called acoustic sound. It goes into this microphone. What transmits this mic, what, what this, my voice hits in the microphone is called a diaphragm. Doctors will agree with me that the ear of a man, you have the ampulla, but you have the diaphragm inside, which is the membrane that communicates acoustic sound, which is your voice, and transmits it into pulses that go to your human brain. Dr. Mike Tuckinson, yes, doc, I can talk to you now. Now listen to me. It goes to your human brain before it interprets, isn't it, doctor? And it comes back to the convex part of your bones that gives you the understanding. The vibration in your diaphragm is what is translated into pulses. So is this microphone. When I speak, the acoustic noise I make, it's going into a convex uh, 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 diaphragm here that vibrates and then beneath that diaphragm is just some integrated circuits which converts it into electrical pulses. Like the pulse that goes to your brain. And then it goes straight to my receiver. And my receiver will change it to electrical signal, smaller one, that pass through your wiring system into my mixer. And then my mixer has the first joint out of my mixer is a gain which multiplies it. We call it a multiplier. Okay? Well, don't worry if you don't know it. Those of you that are trying to understand me. It, it, it multiplies it by some constant. And then he passes it to a fader, which is my own section, that is my own track, which is a linear amplifier, not a multiplier. And then he will now take all the linear amplifiers into the master output, which is also a linear, but a linear plus higher range. And then that will now send this electric signal, now amplified back into your speakers. What is in your speaker? Another diaphragm, but it is concave. It was sent out by a convex, it comes by a concave. The same thing with your hearing, God created it first before man discovered. That's why I'm telling you this. God created it in human head from your ear, outer pinna, yes, correct, into your ampulla, your diaphragm, and then into your brain. God made all these things. They are invisible until God allowed man to see the invisible. Hallelujah, somebody. Now listen to me. Medical practice many years ago don't know what I'm talking about. But when time came, the one who created the invisible, who is Jesus, gave knowledge to man, and man began to discover it. Doctors brought it out, and then he gave knowledge to another man who became, developed physics together, and put it together to become electronics. And through electronics understanding, we are able to do this. Now listen to me. Every invisible thing was created by Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Discovery come from him of good thing. When the time comes for mysteries to be revealed, he touches the mind of a man who is curious to understand. And that is where the devil destroys many Christians. He takes away from you your curiosity so that you turn your curiosity to useless things, not seeking knowledge. That stops now. It stops here, man. 
invisible thing. Look, all of you who went to do examination and you passed, I'm so happy I'm celebrating a lot of guys in the church now. Someone came to me about three weeks ago and showed me right here his master's degree distinction in um, uh, um, um, uh, construction management, project management. And then another person uh, came to me before I went to Nigeria. Oh, daddy, I don't know what's wrong with me. I was in the classroom and my mind just went blank. And she said, you know, I'm supposed to be first class student, but my mind went blank. And then I, I, I came back to myself, you know, half of the time. And I started writing. I don't think I wrote enough that I want to write. Well, she has been having first from her, from her first year. And this is the final year. And he said, I don't want to have two one. I don't want to have two one. So the mother was with me because she couldn't, she, she, was, she was just on the pieces. I, I said to her, that, calm yourself down. God can work miracle, can't he? I said, so just go and thank God for it. When I got to Nigeria, my telephone rang. She received a message from the school that they have given her first. She broke down and cried like a baby. Look, let me help you understand this. If you profess to be a Christian, don't you understand? That is the way to all success. You are sitting down here. Among you here are members of parliament in the future. You are sitting here right now. People who will rule various professions in the future. You are sitting here right now. Why? Because what you will become is invisible. He created them. He put them in your spirit which cannot be seen. And then he sears your mind towards it until you have fulfilled what he ordains you to be. He created every invisible. Whether they are spirits, demons call them. Any name call them. Jesus created them. And he created them for himself. And he controls everybody. Hallelujah, somebody. I have no fear of anything. Anything. Do you know one of the greatest weapons of the devil? Fear of unknown. That is the reason why those who commit suicide, commit suicide. Satan tells them you are useless. Who told you a man is useless? You are breathing in your nose. You are more than living, man. Fear of the unknown. Protect yourself. Protect yourself from this. What has never happened? Why are you protecting yourself? <laughs> you better, I beg you to buy from me. <laughs> if Jesus protects a man, who can unprotect you? Fear of the unknown. I said to them in the New Cross, I don't care what I don't know. I don't care about mystery. I care about what I know now. Because mystery belongs to God. Yeah? Things revealed belong to us. Yes? December 29, 29. So therefore, what is important for me is what I can know now. What can I know? If you give me any book of man written by man, I can know it is no mystery. Because the Bible says, what is revealed belongs to us. So academics is no mystery. My mathematics teacher... Dixon Go and um, uh, Mr. Go, he wrote the uh, engineering mathematics in, in, in Great Britain, the Professor Go. 
The day he came to my class to teach us mathematics, he just went in and he said, what is mathematics? And he started writing all the jargon. He began from, you know, Pythagoras theorem into integration, into calculus, into differentiation, into statistics. And he wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote polynomial. And at the end of it, he got the answer and said, QED. And he wrote there, what a fool can do, another fool can do. He said, class, what is mathematics? And we all read, what a fool can do, another fool can do. He said, say it again. He said, what a fool can do another fool can do. He said, that is mathematics for you. No wonder I got 100% in it in my university. Oh yeah. Because some people will tell you that it is hard. Isn't it? Let me help you understand. In this church, I show you who the devil is. And when you go out, you meet other Christians and they are talking of the devil, you wonder whether it's the same Bible they are reading that you know. They fear what you fear them. You don't fear anything because you know the truth. Are we together now? Education is so simple. Man write it, man read it, man pass it. Hallelujah, somebody. There is nothing, there is nothing in academics than man write it. Hey, dear, if you do uh, this course, it's very hard. That course is not hard. Every course is hard and every course is simple. Don't you think that your career is harder than another career? La, 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 lie. Man write it, if man write it, and man read it, man go pass it. Let me say something to you. <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Man go pass. Now, let me help you understand something. A thing that a human being wrote cannot be hard. Because if it is hard, he couldn't write it. Mystery belongs to God only, not to man. Things that God revealed, the God of mystery revealed, belongs to man. So if man writes it, it is not angels that will read it for you. Holy Ghost will not read it for you. Hallelujah, somebody. If somebody read it once and know it, and you know that when you read it once, your brain, if you read it once, you won't know it. You need three times to read it. Read it four times. It means that the one who can read it one time, don't worry, nobody's a genius. All of us are genius. Hallelujah. The one who read it one time and know it, God bless him out. He had trained his brain to do that. I read it three times before I know it. I will now add my own to it. Because when Balaam, after cursing Israel four times and he can't curse them, he now give the fourth one, hallelujah, somebody. I mean, mystery is what is hidden. Things revealed is for you. But you know what the devil makes us feel? Don't go near it. He will give you several reasons why you cannot succeed through the easy way. A person who is in fraud, which one is harder? Fraud or to read book? To read is easier. To do fraud is harder. Are you with me now? You remember before I go, I left, I told you. Husband and wife had a little issue. I will not accept this from you. That is harder. Is that not harder? Okay, I'm sorry, darling. Is that not easier? And he gave you peace instantly. Settlement without any advocates. Hello? So why should man choose the harder way? There is a devil somewhere. The Lord sets your mind free from it. For me, happy all the time. Oh. So, visible or invisible thrones, whether you call them demons or principalities or powers, Jesus created it. Throne is a place of authority. Whether a man occupies it, or a spirit occupied, Jesus created that throne. All the office of your boss in the, in the uh, office, Jesus created them. He put it in the mind of man, and man set the structure. Okay? 
So whoever occupies it, Jesus is the one who puts him there. So if somebody therefore said to you that you will never be promoted, over my dead body will you be promoted in this office? What should the child of God say? Sir, I will be promoted and you will be alive. I will work also that you are promoted. That is what I'm here for. I will work under you so that you will get your promotion. And I too will be promoted because my God controls promotion. You won't say that you set up your dead body, then die then. <laughs> you know? Did you get that? And I was told that a man of God in Nigeria on this trip, they said someone went to tell him the man of God wanted to buy his land. And then the, the man said, I'm not selling my die over my dead body. And the man of God said, Then, so be it to you. And then the man died. And they are glorying in that. How can you glory in the death of a man? This is it. The man owns his land. If he does not want to sell it to you, there is one person who did it in the Bible like that. His, her name is Jezebel. It is Naboth's van here they took. That's not the man of God I told them. A man of God who said somebody, somebody who said that over my dead body, and you validate it. If the Spirit of God lives in you, the Spirit of God says you shall not die but live. He doesn't want your enemy to die. Yeah, somebody opposes you, it doesn't matter. It's part of the delicacies that we season you and make you better. Hallelujah. Some of, most of us got our, our, our standard by, by opposition. It's opposition that led us into what we are. Listen to me, therefore. The Bible says, whoever is on the throne, your God put him there. So if anybody says over, your, over his dead body, you will never amount to anything. This is the scripture to you. The Lord said, I lay a table before you in the presence of... So he must live to see you glorified. That is God for you. You can't want him to die as a human being. If people did that to many of us, we would not be here today because we have done even worse when we didn't know Jesus, isn't it? Oh, you, look at them, they are not talking. I'm going back to Ibadan. I told the Ibadan people I'm coming back. Listen to this, visible and visible. So all those people talk demon, 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 and they have various names for demon. It doesn't matter what name Satan called himself. Jesus created them. He can now give himself any name. It doesn't matter. That is his own decision. The name doesn't make the power. It is the one who created the office that endows power to a limit to everybody. That's why Balaam could not curse Israel because though he was given power to curse people, but when it comes to the children of God, he is not permitted to do so. There is no witch under heaven. There is no wizard under heaven. There is no necromancer under heaven that has the power to curse you or to say anything good or bad against you. Because the one who lives in you created their thrones and he put them there. I just give from Biden. You didn't hear what I said. That's English version of it. Uh, don't let anybody mess you up. You are more than what you are seeing sitting down here. By God, come on now. Thrones or powers or dominion, rulers, authority, principalities, all things were created by him. Go to the next verse, quick, Joe. Shall we read this together? He is before and I love it. He's got the whole world. 
He's got a whole world. He's got a whole wide world. He's got a whole world in his Let me tell you something. Jesus controls. Now, something happened in Jesus' city. Listen to me. This is interesting. I was there this session, and the engineer said to me, Ah, daddy, daddy, daddy. He said, do you know what? We were in the field, walking, and rainbow descended from the cloud and surrounded everybody. He said, we have been seeing the rainbow, and the rainbow was going like that. I said, this is rainbow. And when we looked around, we were in the midst of rainbow. And people started running at skelter, you know. They that know not their God shall be afraid. And one of them said that this is Python, this is Python. Do you know why? Because Yoruba, some of Yoruba people believe that when a Python vomits diamond, then that's when rainbow shows in heaven. Are you with me now? And some of them will go and be when they see rainbow, they'll be sacrificing to to <laughs> sit down and rob mankind. So the engineers are telling them that, but this is rainbow. He said, in my entire life, I've never seen the origin of rainbow on the ground. I have seen rainbow in the cloud. But look at rainbow. Look at this. is the right beef, right beef, right beef, right beef. Rainbow is by God. It is not for any man. It's not the color of any sect. You understand what I'm saying? Some people are using rainbow now. Decision of Satan. Lie, lie, lie from the pits of hell. They have nothing to do with rainbow. Rainbow is for Christians. The Bible says, God said, when, I, when you see the rainbow, you remember my covenant with Noah. Hallelujah, somebody. Satan is very, very stupid. But he won't fool all of us. Are we together now? That scripture tells me Jesus is before all things. And in him all things hold together. The next verse. And he is what? Let's read together. I have 10 minutes more. Help me. He is the head. Say, he is my head. Jesus is my head. He is my head. He sees for me. He hears for me. He speaks for me. He is your head. Come on now. This white Bible, first of all, spoke about his sovereignty. Because he wanted to tell you who you are in him. That this Jesus that you have accepted created all things. So why should you fear anything? A Christian should fear nothing. Nothing. You know Jesus city that they, we, we are building uh, 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 the program in now in Nigeria is now is, is Jesus city now is owned by CFT Church. It was called Ibuishu. That is the forest of Lucifer. We bought it from man, not from Lucifer. I entered there, see the Lucifer that will come here and say that he owns something. Human beings sold it to us, but. For over 500 years, they kill human beings there to sacrifice. <clears throat> okay? But now, that land is given back to men saved, delivered from the power of Satan. We bought it. When we bought it, there is a python there. This is not fiction now, story now. That python, they say that it comes in sometime to the city and swallows their children. And there are some useless uh, people who call themselves priestesses. They will do... They will do sacrifice to appease that python. Year after year, collecting money from the villagers. And people will give them money. When we bought the land, it was so stupid for their python, 
He appeared before my bulldozer and my men ran over it. He rose up and they ran over it. They didn't pray. You don't need to pray over Python. Kill it. And you know when they run over it, instantly they cut him to pieces. They cooked it in that Jesus city and ate him. When the people of the village had, they left, you know, we have this taboo in Yoruba land, that you must not single-handedly eat a whole python. When you kill python, if you, they, say, they also tell us that if you eat python alone, it will become snake inside you. You know why the Baba said that? They only wanted us to, have, to, be, to be hilarious. So that when you kill a big animal, it should be for the whole village people. It's not because it becomes anything inside you. Once you eat python, the only thing that it can come out of your nose, that's all. It can't become anything. Now, when, we, when my boys ate the python, they left some remnant for the village to celebrate. And then some people came, oh, they killed our God. Oh, they killed our God. So they told them they are the sons of Apostle William. So, hey, why should they kill our God? Our God will fight. Till today. <laughs> Those who ate, it, ate the python, they have already thrown it away. They don't understand all that. Listen to me. These are lies from the pits of hell. Miss Jesus is the head of the church. He is the beginning and the first one among the dead. So that in all everything he may take what? Supremacy. Let's look at verse 19. For God was pleased to have all his fullness where? Dwell in him in the bodily form. Look at the next verse. Shall we read together? So, that verse 19 says, In Jesus Christ, all the fullness of God dwell. Isn't it? Is Jesus in you? Yes. Come on, if Jesus is you, wave your hands to me. So, all the fullness of God is inside you. Satan doesn't want us to know it. All what God was, God is, and God will be, is inside you. Someone says, that, what are you saying, Apostle? I'm saying so. Uh, look at me. Yes, I know. A man today was a spam yesterday into a woman with an egg. He formed from liquid and became bone and became organs. He was born crying. No man can explain to us why children cry. And he grew without, he was born without teeth. He grew, even if he was born with teeth, like I have a child who was born with teeth. Oh yeah, I, won't, I will tell the story some other time. The whole mouth was full of teeth, and the whole body was full of hair. I, I, I witnessed it, but I will talk to you about that, how that happened. But a child grew with somebody buffing him, alright? Somebody feeding him, looking for food, he doesn't know. The mother put the breast in his mouth before he learned that this is food. 
when he now knows that when the breast comes, it's food. Anytime he's looking for the breast, he will soon master where the location of the breast is and go for it by himself. Isn't it? And he will want to keep on eating. The mother will pull it by force that you have had enough to train him that you have to control appetite. He pulled, they washed him, but suddenly one day he became the president of the country. He now commands people. He became the chief guest of the federation. Listen to me. In that baby, there was nothing. But in the man, he is authority. God is in you now. What will become of you is yet to be revealed. But because now you are not operating God fully, it doesn't mean it's not there. He is the fullness of God dwelling in you in the bodily form. Are you with me now? For God was pleased to have his fullness dwell in Jesus. Chapter 2, verse 3 to verse 6. And that's where I will stop this message. If you look at verse 3 of chapter 2 of Colossians. The same Colossians we are reading. No, go to verse 6, sorry. 6 to 9 we are looking at. So then, let's read together please. Read it again. Listen to me. Your continuous living in Christ reveals that one inside you. I told you the other time that many people go to fast for power. Fasting doesn't give you power of God. If you don't believe me, go for 40 days without food and water. When you come back, we'll take you to hospital so that they can put some water in your body. You will not get any power from what you had before. Really, you will lose all your power. You are fainting. Because it is not fasting that brings power. It is the Spirit of the Lord upon a man. I showed you that in the scripture. If you look at the book of Isaiah 58, it is there. If you look at Joel chapter 2, it is there. What does fasting do there for? Fasting is to rend your heart. Humble your heart before God for relationship. But if a Christian follow Christ, you don't need much fasting. I beg you. Even all your fasting in Isaiah 58, he said, I hate it. God says so. It's a man who, who winks his eye against people. A person who divides evil against his brother. A person in church who speaks slander against a brother. I mean, I told you one day, if you are in this church, if you slander my member, Every day I wake up, I pray against those who slander my people. You are in my fire line, and I can't help you. I can't help you. It's the truth. I wake up morning and night and pray for every member of this church that everyone that rises against them should be defeated. I reign every, invoke every power of God. Because it's my job to be a shepherd, to look after you, preach to you, and then follow it up so that Satan don't rob you. When you come and testify to me your success, I'm happy. I am fulfilled. So anybody who speaks against you is my enemy and is the enemy of God who sent me. So if you are a member of the church, therefore, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is of good report, if there be any virtual praise you consider, for one another, so that you will not fall in my fire line. 
I don't cause people to die, but I fight them with everything possible. If you are fighting my member. So then my member must not fight himself. Because that scripture is very, very clear. Listen to me. If you profess Christ, O man of it is, you continue in him. Continue in him. Blessed is the man who walks on the counsel of the wicked. Anything Jesus cannot be, don't be it. The way Jesus cannot look, don't look so. Company Jesus cannot be. Don't stay among them. Come on now. You know Satan doubles uh, carols on people? As I am young in this country, I want to showcase the young people of Christ in Tabernacle. They are successes. I spoke about you when I went to Ibadan. I raised them in this, this city. Born in my hands, some of them. Now I'm celebrating their children. They are successes, working in top banks, working as lawyers in top organizations, working as engineers in top organizations. And I told you, the ones who are coming, look, when I left New Cross now, I just spoke about this. A young girl came to me. She just made senior prefect because of her academic excellence. They wrote it, and I'm going to celebrate her next Sunday. Okay? We gave back to them in England, they grew. Because, look, let me say this. Because I can say this among you. I am one of you, I think. Because you are a black child, does not mean you should be useless. There are better opportunities for black people in England than whites. Because of your color, we have better opportunities. They are looking for us. Government have had meetings with me. They are begging me, bring your children. Now I'm sending some of you there. One of you is a, is, is a counselor now. He's going to the parliament in the next election. But he went to Oxford for his master's. He was a gang at 13. He came here as a gang boy in, in Peckham. Gang at 13. No father. I'm the father spiritual. I'm the father physical to the whole family. And a good number of you are here too. We need to take what you are to black community. The government knows this church, but we need to let our black community know this church. Who is the, who is the brain behind the success of a black man? Jesus! When Jesus was born and he was to be killed, the angel told the parents, take this boy to Africa so that he can be confirmed out of Africa have I called my son. If an African man does not serve Jesus, he's the most miserable stupid man. I didn't hear that of any data of Africa. I came from a cutting background. I didn't hear that of Songo. I didn't hear that of Oya. I didn't hear that of Ifa. I didn't hear that of Voodoo of, 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 of Bela Republic. But of Jesus. Africa saved Jesus Christ. That's the reason why God exalts Africa. Don't worry, all the problem of governmental heads, you are having problems in Africa. Nigeria, God is already solving Nigeria, you know. Yeah. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. Hallelujah. I went to Nigeria this trip, you know. I was met with some of government dignitaries and politicians. I never knew. I was preaching among you one day and I said, the prophecies God gave me about the Buhari before he won and who would take over for Nigeria, I was shocked. It's in the hands of every chief imam of Nigeria now. That prophecy, they are reading it and hearing it every day. That, and they are saying, God said, who is the God? Jesus said, hallelujah somebody. From the north to the south. And I told Nigeria their destiny, a young ruler is coming after him. And before him, I spoke what will happen through that young ruler. I don't care about tribe. I care about the person God chose. And I don't vote for Christians. I vote for the man that fear God. 
Now in, in Nigeria, it, really, that prophecy is now bringing a new move in Nigeria. Some people came to my meeting the other because they said they saw it, they want to see the man that God used to say it. Listen to me. God blessed Africa with brain. He blessed Africa with minerals. He blessed Africa with everything. But when the church of God in Africa, especially in Nigeria, slept, and ministers started going for money, going for ex, uh, you know, exuberance, going for luxury, Satan took over the government tactically, and now he's ruling over them. They are ruling over jets. Jets. They are the shepherd of jets. Not shepherd of flock. They shepherd houses. Somebody has so many houses. Somebody gave me. Somebody gave me. Why don't you give it out? If they gave you, you should give it out. Somebody gave me. Somebody gave me. And you have many people homeless in your church. If you acquire several hundreds of houses, when you die, we see whether they will bury those houses with you. You say that somebody gave me, somebody gave me. If somebody gave you a cup, why don't you look for people in your church who are struggling and give it to them? Even if you don't give it to them, why don't you set up a trust? And all the money that comes from there, dedicated to helping fatherless, dedicated to helping those who, are, who cannot make it in life. You are telling me somebody gave you, somebody gave you. I don't have house in Nigeria. I don't care for one. I sleep in anywhere I get my head into. My house is in London. I'm sent to London. Oh, yes. Am I saying to have house is wrong? No. At least if you have house, it's okay. But when you have hundred houses, you tell me, as a shepherd, and you have people in your church, homeless. Okay? We are going into homeless camp right now for people who leave jail. Where do they go? They will come to Christ with Tabernacle, we house them. People who are kicked out of their mortgages because they lost their job this church will provide house for them okay i would have said that this church will buy houses for me one in glasgow one in you know, one in uh, um, uh, liverpool one in manchester one in all over the place satan rule over africa because those who are spiritual guide are meat dog isaiah 62 but God will redeem Africa. Amen. He has started the work of restoration and redemption in that country. And you guys listening to me, you are part of that redemption. You are part of it. But our mindset has to change. Our mindset should be, what can I offer humanity? Not what I can take from them. And then God will provide for you. That is Jesus for you, man. He says... So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live like Him and in Him. Why? The next verse says, rooted and built up, strengthened in faith as you were taught, and overflowing with what? Thanksgiving. I love it. Mm. My father used to tell me, son, any nation you go in this world, you will never be stranded. He said, because I serve the living God. And the covenant of God is with the children of the righteous. I can give you catalogs of, I entered cities, I don't know anybody. The person that were in the car said, where will you stay? I said, I don't know. He took me to his house. I don't know him ever. They celebrated for me. I carried my guitar in those days. He said, you are a guitar boy. I said, yes. He said, let us pray. 
And let us sing with your guitar. I took my guitar and I started singing, He's coming soon, 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 He's coming soon. People started coming. And before we know it, the gospel was preached to the whole household by morning. Listen to me. The scripture says, you must be rooted and built up, strengthened in the faith, so that no one can deceive you with wrong doctrine. As you were taught, anything I teach you, ask me questions in this house. If you don't understand, come and meet me. Ask me questions. What I teach you cannot change because I teach you what is written. Amen? If you go to any church and they are collecting offering three times, pack your bag and baggage and get out. God is not there. Talk less, collecting offering five times, seven times. Just leave the place. Don't respect anybody who invited you. Tell them that you invited me to where God is not. Listen to me. Verse 8 and verse 9. See to it. That no one takes you what? Captive. Deceive you. Through what? Hollow, deceptive philosophy. Don't let anybody lie to you. Don't let them call white black for you. Ask them, show me where Jesus said so. Or the apostle. If they didn't, forget it. Somebody in my church here came to me and he said, the mother called him from Nigeria and said, Ah, my son, I have just paid for you your redemption uh, offering. He said, what redemption offering? He said, ah, every uh, for January we have to pay the, the, uh, the offering of uh, firstborn redemption. <laughs> so my member said, Mama, who told you that? He said, my pastor. He said, go back to your pastor and collect your money. Tell your pastor that I have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus and he's a liar. Or give me telephone, let me talk to your pastor. Ah, you, you decide. You don't want to talk to the pastor that I say he's not a pastor, he's an impostor, a thief. It was there, they told, they, they told that this guy that every earning of January goes as a, a, a first seed. If first fruit, if your salary in January, I'm collecting it, I will be a Darusha here, I will be Allah Sugar, hallelujah somebody. I will just be flying jet, one, one jet bomber to another jet bomber, I'll be changing them. If you, if I tell you to give all your first month salary to the church, will your mortgage wait for next month? What about your gas bill? What about your electricity bill? Common sense. Don't let anyone deceive you. Oh, so that's why you get this. You can't sow for success. You work hard for success. That is the word of God. I would have told you, you know, God gave me distinction in uh, uh, my, my law. You know, I've, I've, I'm going to give you all my transcript by two weeks time or wherever they send it. Uh, so I, I cannot say, anybody who wants the anointing, 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 sow into it, sow into it. <laughs> you know what they do? Is that, <laughs> did I do that for you in this church? No, no, I lay hands on you. That the unction should transfer and it began to manifest. Okay? Don't let anybody deceive you with hollow philosophy that human beings made up that Jesus had paid the price for. Don't follow them. But you know you must know the word of God like me too. 
to back up what you're saying. Listen to me. Finally, why? It says, See to it that no one takes your, you captive. I can help you, you help yourself. True, hollow, and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and its basic principles of this world, all this deliverance, deliverance, deliverance that it does not exist. Don't believe in all those nonsense. You go and cast out devils. If we have to be casting devil out of somebody, who should cast out devil? Something is wrong with the devil himself. Are you with me now? If somebody should cast out devil, and we are casting devil out of him. The person casting out is having problem, and the devil himself is having problem. Because the devil will be telling Jesus, if he has a opportunity, that look at this evil. I'm not in that place. Too. And they are lying. I am the accuser of brethren. The brethren are now accusing me, Lord. <laughs> they are accusing me. If a Christian is being afflicted, repent. You know what you are doing wrong that Satan began to mess you up. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of hand, poverty will jump upon you like a rubber. Someone says to me that if I was young, I would have read. What's wrong with you now that you can read? Caleb at the age of 80, that is when he began his destiny. Abraham at the age of 100, that is when he began his destiny. Sol- uh, M- Moses at the age of 80, that is when he began his destiny. So an 80-year-old person can still go to school and read degree. I will do so when I'm 80. Write it down. You think I'm going to quit? I don't want to be obsolete. I want to be current. All these youths, when they start to speak their grammar, I want to speak too. At least if they are speaking too fast, I can't catch up with their speedometer. <laughs> Hallelujah. I can speak slowly and see catch up with their mic, 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 mic. Hello, mate. Hey, mic. Amen forevermore. <laughs> Finally, why is the Bible saying this? Is verse 9. For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in the bodily form. Then verse 10 says, And you have been given fullness in Christ. Who is the head? Over what? Who is Jesus Christ? Who is Jesus Christ? Give me the King James Version of that because of those who are fundamental in the church. Shall we read together? Uh-huh. The only reason why I said you read this is not because of the word before, it's because of principles and powers. Because the translation of NIV in this, you can see that it is more applicable than what you are reading in King James. Okay? The King James says, For in, in him dwelleth all the fullness of Godhead bodily. Good? In him dwell the fullness of God in the bodily form. He is the physical representation of the invisible. That's what he's saying. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality. And he says that and ye have the fullness too. That is NIV. Go back to my NIV. But the principles and powers is what I want you because some people, if you don't call principalities and power, they don't understand that you are talking of devil and demons. So they are four before we pray. The Bible says... For in Christ all the fullness of God, of the deity, live in the bodily form, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
And I have been given what? Fullness in Christ. Who is what? The head over all powers and authority. Whether visible or whether visible or you have the power over all authority, whether visible or whether visible or a Christian therefore that continues to sin is your choice. It's your choice. Listen to me. None of you should disgrace God. Don't disgrace me. How would you imagine they bring two boys into Christ the Tabernacle and they look like Apostle Williams? Carbon copy. And they said to you that uh, the woman stood up and said, Apostle, the one you have been making regret is okay. You, uh, these are your children. Goodbye. How would you feel? Some of you will be confused. Are we together now? Or somebody rise up and begin to say that you committed adultery with me that this time you did this for me and do not so like that. You, you will all be confused. Listen to me. I could also say, like some say, uh, the, the, the spirit is willing and the flesh is weak. Weak to go to hell? Anyone who does not work in the counsel of God, if he dies, he goes to hell. Period. Not only that, in the world, Satan will mess you up and make you most miserable. The prayer of everybody cannot help you because you are not following Christ. What I'm saying may not apply to the majority of you here, but somebody here, 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 God is speaking to. Don't take God for a joke. Don't let the devil take a mic of you. Is it mic you call it? Or mic of you? Huh? Meat. Mick. God deliver you. That's why I'm going for English for foreign. <laughs> Listen, therefore, make God proud. Make God proud. Inside those who believe in Jesus is the fullness of God. You cannot take the temple of God and mix it with idolatry or adultery or homosexuality or stealing or maiming or deception. Because the fullness lives in you. If you can walk in what I'm saying, forget it. There's no power under heaven. There's no such a thing that somebody sits over your star. You have no star anywhere. You are, the, you are the one in charge of your destiny. Don't let man lie to you. There is no Satan that can hinder a Christian from succeeding in life. Impossible. God gave you success. Man cannot take it. Talk less demons. Because in you is the God himself who gave it to you. And if you walk in the footsteps of Jesus, the God in you will rise up and things will happen. Let's stand up on our feet. You are going to pray.